Hi, Chats FI listeners, and thank you once again for joining us in this week's episode of On the Hunt. If you're a new listener, welcome, and we hope that you'll enjoy our weekly episodes, during which myself, Jason Arnold, Byron Zimmerman, Neville Vomerantz, and Hayden Bircher will share our stories, answer your questions, and hopefully afford you a better understanding of the world of reptiles. In today's episode, I would like to hopefully get people more aware of how delicate snakes are, and in a bit, Jason will share the details of his exciting rescue. How's it, listeners? So I had quite a nice, interesting call-out on Sunday evening. I had a resident from the Reservoir Hills area send me a WhatsApp photograph of a snake that they had spotted a few minutes prior in in their garden. They sent me the picture, I had a look at it, and I was able to identify it as a Mozambique spinning cobra. And uh, I was busy chatting to them via WhatsApp, and they were asking me various questions. And then while we were actually still talking, they messaged me and said, the snake is back. It's here, it's, we can see it again. I realized immediately that the, the snake was hunting. Um, they don't normally stick around for you know a long period of time. When they're out and about, they are generally hunting. And um, it had rained a little bit earlier that day, and the evening was really pleasant, very nice and warm and very humid. And so that brought out all the frogs. Uh, there's quite a lot of frog activity. And when frogs come out in the evenings, then so do the spitting cobras because that's um, their favorite food item. So I asked the people to just not interfere, um, not to try and get too close um, or anything. Just, you know, stay as far away from the area as possible and just keep an eye on the snake or, or its activity, you know, where it goes. And then I headed straight out there. I arrived there probably about 20 minutes later. And unfortunately, when I arrived, the snake had since disappeared. Um, but I asked the people, like, did something disturb it or was it just moving around on its own accord and you kind of just lost sight? And they said to me, no, nobody disturbed it. Um, it just moved out of where we could see. They showed me where it last was. I realized that the snake must have been hunting and I knew he'd be somewhere around that vicinity. And if I just was a little bit patient and hung around, uh, I would more than likely find it. And that's exactly what happened. The area in which the snake was cruising around, um, there were a few properties. It was all pretty open plan. Um, There were fences between the properties, but they were wire fences that the snake could obviously travel through. So I I wasn't only searching the one property where the snake was initially spotted. I was actually hopping fences and that and walking around and searching various properties. And everybody in the area was quite alert. Um, uh, they knew about the snake, obviously through WhatsApp um, neighborhood watch groups or whatever. You, uh, everybody was aware that there was a snake, and everybody was also aware that I was there having a look around. So I was able to go through quite a few people's properties with a torch and just walked around very quietly. And eventually, I was walking at the base of a little embankment on somebody's premises and uh, I heard a few little pebbles rolling down and and falling down at my feet so I just shone my torch up and right at the top of the embankment I could see the the snake trying to make his getaway he was he obviously spotted me and was trying to get away and in doing so he was sort of slipping on the 
smooth sort of hard sand, sand bank and was rolling stones down as he was doing so. So I was quite lucky um, and I'm glad I did stick around because uh, I was pretty convinced that I was going to find him. Uh, quite a nice big specimen, uh, the largest one that I've caught in quite a while. Uh, it measured 1.5 meters on the dot and um, was a female and um, yeah the snake has since been re relocated to a more natural area away from people and away from people's homes and yeah he's, he's safe <laughs> and the residents are safe so all in all a good ending something that's pretty interesting with the Mozambique spinning cobras is that they're not active the entire year like a lot of other snakes like your mambas and your night adders and your heralds and your brown owl snakes and your spotted bush snakes that you can literally catch at any time of the year. Spitting cobras normally only have two portions of the year that they are um, prevalent and then for the rest of the year they're pretty dormant you don't see any. Um, so September, October, November is pretty rough with them. That's their, their biggest activity period. And then um, when it comes to about April, May, they get uh, active once again. But those are the only two periods of the year that they really are prevalent. The rest of the year, pretty dormant. Um, you pretty much don't see a single one. So early one morning during the week, I received a panic call from people who had found a green snake entering an air vent in an outside toilet. I suspected that it was very likely going to be a little spotted bush snake. As we've said many times before, they're a very common species and it is by far one of the most common places for them to go. The man expressed some concern after his son had attempted unsuccessfully to extract the snake from the air vent with a rake and requested that I go out to assist them. Now, I don't believe necessarily that there was ever any intention to harm the snake, but unfortunately the snake was fatally injured during this attempt. By the time I arrived, he was only partially alive with his tail dangling down and the rest of his body still inside the hole. I very carefully cut the vent after getting permission from the owner to do so, and I managed to free the snake. Once I climbed down the ladder, I managed to inspect the snake closely and I noticed that there were scuffed scales, some scales that were missing, and whilst there wasn't much injury immediately visible externally, I could tell that the snake was severely injured internally. As I continued to examine the snake, there was no response to indicate that the snake had any feeling from the point of injury down, and unfortunately, it seemed very much that the spinal cord was severed during the attempt to extricate the little serpent from its hole. It was sadly too late, and too much damage had been inflicted. One needs to only look at the photos attached to notice the bruising and swelling that resulted subsequent to being stretched. The snake was probably hooked into position and unwilling to relent as it naturally didn't want to be captured by whatever was on the other side. Sadly, this proved to result in exactly what the snake was hoping to avoid. Please contact a professional if ever you are unsure of any animal. Sometimes even with the best intentions, one can do more harm than good. My number is 084-205-4677 and I'm available 24-7 for any queries, advice or assistance required. Please feel free to contact one of the guys if they fall within your particular area and if you're unsure and outside of the areas I cover, I'll refer you to the best person closest to you.